Welcome to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, a platform for women to rise up together in sacred sisterhood. We are here to awaken, empower, and support you in claiming your yes as you step into your truth and divine power as a goddess. We are the healers, the shamans, the wise women, the unicorns, the fairies, and the mermaids who have come together to offer ourselves as messengers for the rise of the feminine. I am your host, Nixie Marie, goddess activist, shamanic artist, and oracle guide. I invite you to take a deep breath, inhaling white, sparkly, pixie-loving light, and exhaling anything that no longer serves you as we sit in sacred council together. Welcome to my tea, baby. Well, hello, Goddess Nation. Welcome back to another episode of I Am Goddess Collective Podcast. It is I, Nixie Marie, and I'm here alone today. Really excited to dive into a very juicy topic. I hope you guys are ready because we are going to go pretty juicy today. (laughs) But before we do so, I would love to actually read a review that came in. This is by Pagan Girl 1111. This is on iTunes. She says, Five stars, seriously a goddess. Nixie Marie is seriously a goddess, like so high vibe and legitimate and just purely lovely. Thank you so much. I love that. I'm so happy that I am living in a timeline where discussions like this are being had and published. Ooh, yeah, girl, I feel you on that. I feel like I just actually did an interview for the Magic and Mediums podcast, which we had Anael read on last week, and we were sharing that same discussion that it's it's so powerful that we're all having these conversations and that it's okay to like have a podcast and talk about all this stuff because, you know, there's just been so much suppression, so many things that have created a a block in women to actually feel comfortable and safe to share our gifts and our magic and our witchiness and wizardry and all of that. So you're right. It is it is epic to be alive right now and to be living in this timeline, even though it's a wild world, you know. I think it's cool and epic that we have this parallel where we're living in this crazy world that just makes no sense oftentimes yet we also get to experience the magic of it. So I think that's why we're here, you know, is to to be the magic and be the lighthouses during these dark times. And uh, we're kind of like doing it differently, you know. I think that there's such a rise in the feminine movement and uh, women speaking up and having a voice because we've recognized for too long that we are not uh, stepping into a, a place of freedom and being able to use our voice. So I love that you pointed that out. Thank you so much. And for those of you guys who have not, ladies, who have not yet left a review, please head on over to iTunes. It literally warms my heart when I sign on in the morning and get to record a podcast and see that there's a new review on the iTunes page. And it also helps us reach more women and grow this tribe. And I don't know about you, but I'm super committed to really expanding this podcast and bringing on uh, guests that are, you know, big influencers and bringing on sponsors so I can really get you guys some of the most amazing high vibe (laughs) quality of products. And uh, so there's a lot in the works. We're really working hard. I'm kind of building a goddess tribe team over here to raise this podcast up and actually start doing events and tours and all that stuff. So it will happen through you guys sharing this out and sh- and really sending all the love to the vibration of this um, this podcast. So maybe I can come to you guys and we can do a moon ritual or something. You know, it's just it's definitely where my mind is at around it all. So without further ado, let's start with a blessing. I definitely know I could close my eyes right now and get into my body and out to the the expansion of the universe. 
So if you're not operating a machinery vehicle, please join us with just a closed eye blessing as you take a deep inhale through the nose and exhale with a sigh. Another big inhale through the nose, bringing in all of that life force energy. And exhale. <sighs> Starting to really bring your presence and awareness into your body. Placing your feet firmly on the ground, your palms up and receiving. As you take another big inhale through the nose. And exhale. <sighs> Letting it all go, sisters. As you bring yourself to a beautiful and sparkly place of love and laughter and grace, kind of create this, this space within your current space you have in your sitting in or you're driving now. And begin to do that by bringing in this ball of light that feels fun and playful and graceful whether it's got pink sparkles and unicorns dancing around it or it has mermaids you have mermaids swimming around your energy or you've even got some fairies guiding you and supporting you throughout your existence or perhaps you're more into the archangels and the goddesses and the gods just bring whatever you feel called to right now into this closed eye meditation call upon any energies that you might need today to take you through this day or evening whenever you are tuning in just call upon what your needs are right now and every breath that you take bring in all of these intentions into your body whether you just need some strength some courage some beauty some grace whatever it is bring it into your body every breath that you inhale and exhale <sighs> releasing anything that doesn't serve that intention and as you bring in these intentions into your ways of being your body your energy your aura allow for them to expand a little bit greater around you filling up all of your environment even the people perhaps in your car in your home in your office wherever you are allow for them to feel those intentions as well truly shifting the vibrations and the energy of everything around you knowing that's how powerful you are knowing that you have that ability to shift and move mountains with your energy as you also begin to perhaps chant some of the things that you're bringing in with your intentions such as i am grace i am strong i am powerful I am warrior, I am goddess, I am capable, I am able to take on this day, I am willing to do whatever it takes, I'm committed to being my best self today, I am committed to honoring my word today and to being authentic to my highest purpose. Whatever it is, if all that resonates with you, take a big inhale through the nose, breathing it all in, accepting it, receiving it, mm, and exhale. Yes, you are all those things. Yes, you are fully capable. And yes, you're worth it. Slowly bringing yourself back to your surroundings. If you've been traveling a little bit, feeling all of that energy that you just brought in, put your hands to your heart now. And really allow for your heart to just exude everything that we just created opening up that heart space, allowing for more compassion to come into it, more love, more trust, more of the things that you might be denying yourself of. 
how much more love can you receive? How much more abundance can you receive? Stretching ourselves each and every day, releasing any discomfort around reaching unlimited potentials, giving ourselves some dares each day, some stretches each day to really grow and expand. Whether it's as simple as just saying hi to a stranger in the coffee shop, something you wouldn't normally do, and giving them a smile, bringing them this energy that you're creating here. Or whether it's asking for a raise, however bold or small it is, know that it's perfect because it's exactly what you're stretching yourself as and we all have our different levels of stretching. Taking another big inhale through the nose, bringing your awareness back to the room. And exhale. Another inhale. And exhale. On this final exhale, inhale, go ahead and open your eyes. Bring yourself back to the room. Grounding your feet to the floor, bringing your presence into your body, moving your fingers, your toes, your shoulders, your body, your hips. Maybe you want to get up and shake your booty. Whatever gets you in that body, baby, you get in. Get in that body. <laughs> all right, sisters. Speaking of body and juiciness and all of the uh, excitement that I have for this, this episode, um, we're going to actually... I, I don't know if some of you all, who, whoever's in the Facebook group saw that I created a poll. And if you're not in the Facebook group, I really invite you to, I'm inviting you personally, as said, just receive this as an invite for you to join us in a private women's group. I think we have some some men in there, but they're not, um, you know, they're open to, yeah, I really scan through and feel the energy and make sure that they're really aligned to the divine feminine, you know, perhaps they're not straight and they're open to just embracing their own goddess. I'm totally for it. And I think we need that, that balance. So I don't want to just close it off to that. However, you know, I think women really need these sacred spaces right now to be able to share their from their heart and be heard and not feel like the masculine is going to come in and <clears throat> judge them or, you know, just, just not feel safe. So if you haven't joined, go to I Am Goddess Collective, like type in the, um, in the search box, I Am Goddess Collective and join us. So for those who are in the Facebook group, you notice I put a poll up and the question was... All right, we're going to go there, and I'm about to say <laughs> some stuff that's very, uh, very tantric and very sexual, so breathe with me here. Uh, I talked about this conversation on the phone with a friend, but recording it as a podcast is a little bit differently. So I'm actually going to share what sparked this, this question before I get into it. So I was actually camping with my beautiful beloved king over the weekend, not this past weekend, but a few weekends ago, and we started talking about our first our first experience when we made love and the things that we he noticed about me that really caught his eye during our sexual encounter. And one of which was that and this is may sound crazy to some of you, but I'm telling you, it was an eight-hour, very sweaty night of us reuniting. It really felt like a reunion that we had. We had just, I mean, the minute that we kissed, it was like passion and whoa, what was that? And I immediately knew that this was, this was something I had been calling in as well as been searching for for, it feels like lifetimes, you know, I feel like there was, there's just been a lot of, uh, a lot of searching for a lot of us souls and maybe twin souls or however you perceive yourself to be um, in a partnership or in a relationship and what you're looking for because we're all kind of looking for somebody. So when you have that reunion and you feel like you know that person, it, it took us, I mean, I'm not kidding, eight hours of a sweaty long night and making love to each other. The first thing he did to me was give me a yoni massage with coconut oil and I was blown away by that. Like, you know, it, is, it isn't often we find 
a man who's willing to give before they they get. And that was such a powerful thing for me to experience. It was super healing. And I think that in turn, of for, through all that, you know, it was after the eight-hour long journey, I went down and gave him oral. And I, at the end, he he came and I swallowed his semen. And he was blown away that I did that. I honestly was a little surprised that I had done that as well. However, it, it just, it felt incredibly right in the moment. And he, I remember in this moment, I'm like flashing back to this exact moment of time and his look on his face was like, whoa, what did you just do? Like, I, I, you know, his eyes are like rolling behind his head and he's just having this like explosive orgasm. And I really, you know, I should have given you guys a warning that this is not for any children. <laughs> this episode is explicit. So um, if you obviously have noticed that we're getting very sexual today, please go ahead and just uh, turn it off and listen to this later if you have any young young ears listening. Otherwise, if you want them to listen and learn about all this, that's totally fine and up to you. But giving you the warning now. This is not for young ears. <laughs> this is going to be a very uh, deeply sexual topic. So anyways, going back to that, um, he shared with me, fast forwarding now to the weekend that we were camping, and we love talking about kind of the, the beginning stages of our relationship because I think it's just, you know, it's fun to like reflect back on the reasons why we fell in love and um, the beauty that we've really been cultivating together and how we still got it you know it's like how do we still have it and that's what that's what sparked another thing that sparked this conversation originally when we were camping was we were making love in our our trailer that we called daydream and she has such beautiful energy we actually gutted her out and redid the entire inside of um she was a pop-up trailer so we redid everything for burning man last year and it is a like our sex cave, honestly. <laughs> it really is. And so we were making love one night. And I just looked at him. I said, how is this even real? You know, like, I still have so much passion for you. And we've been together for, we're going on two years. And I don't know, it feels like, you know, after some time, there is that honeymoon stage that kind of dissipates. And we just moved in together. So we're also, you know, things are changing. And I'm sure in years from now, I might be having a different conversation, but there's just something that tells me this like fire, this like burning passion for each other won't fade. And so when he, he looked at me and he's like, he laughs and he's like, I know, I don't, I just always want you. And he's like, I'm just so hard for you. And, you know, one of the things that just I feel so grateful for is that you're so giving and you will receive my semen in the way that you do. And we kind of started talking more about that, about how the first time, when I swallowed his, his semen, he's like, I just was blown away that you did that. And I started digging and asking questions like a, you know, true goddess would. And I was like, well, what, you know, I'm just curious because I know how I am in a, as a, a very sexual being and how I perform my, my ceremony, let's say. And, you know, I'm just curious, like, what has been, he's a 41-year-old man, by the way. So I'm like, what has your experience been with women throughout your, your lifetimes? Because he's been with very, very, very many women. And he was married, and he's, he's just always been a, a lover. He loves being in relationships. So I, I just asked the question, and he's like, well, you know, I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, even some of my girlfriends and, you know, just women that I've been with have not done that and it's not even something that they will do and I was like okay so what do they do you know because I believe like in my mind I'm thinking that sounds crazy to me because if I'm in a relationship and a sacred union with a partner I'm absolutely going to be receiving and and swallowing his gift that he's bringing to the world because I see it as a um a very powerful act in intimacy and so he uh, he just you know shared that this was it was really it blew him away because it really caught his attention, and you know in the back of my mind and my ego is thinking like good work Nixie like you really got him in the first time around like <laughs> maybe that's how I really got him or whatever but you know I at the same time was thinking how fascinating this conversation could be 
um, amongst women and in a podcast because I find that, you know, we all have our own versions of what intimacy is and how far we're willing to go with intimacy. And I then proceeded to call my girlfriend and have this conversation. I was like, okay, I just have to ask you this question. You know, do you spit or swallow? And so I, after we had the conversation, I opened up a poll on Facebook, on our Facebook group and asked this question. And I was, was surprised to see some of the results. I'm actually going to pull up the results right now. Okay, the results are in. <laughs> so we had 24 people actually vote that they receive and consume by swallowing. We had three people vote sometimes swallow, sometimes spit. We have only two people vote, ew, I spit that shit. <laughs> and two other people vote, I only swallow when I'm with an intimate partner. And one, I don't give oral sex. So I was actually surprised because my conversation I had with my the girlfriend was that I... Uh, what I, that I actually that she didn't didn't swallow and it was disgusting and she would never do that, and so I found it fascinating and I thought there's no way that most women do this. Like I, I feel like just as much as we want to receive oral, if we actually like that, because I know some women aren't don't feel as comfortable receiving oral or they just don't like it or you know there's and there might be something linked to how intimate you are or how willing and intimate you're you're, you're wanting to go with your partner, so. I um, was surprised to see that actually most of the results are in and most of us actually receive and consume by swallowing. You know, but then I had another comment here who uh, was by Erin Gallagher and she has been on the podcast before, a dear sister of mine, and she says, I have always received and consumed by swallowing, but sometimes when I didn't want to. So it wasn't an empowered choice most of the time. And she wants to know more. So, oh, the other option too was I had... Also put, I'm a witch. I practice sex magic by using his semen to infuse my spells. And it looks like we actually had, <laughs> we did have one vote. And, uh, okay, cool. So we did have a vote on that one. That one was hidden, so I didn't see it. And, you know, I think that um, that's actually the topic that we're going to get into because of all of this. And in light of this conversation, I thought it would be fun to explore, you know, kind of a, a different way of looking at consuming and swallowing your partner's semen and giving and being able to be in that intimate space because I think if most women and maybe in his experience and my partner's experience he didn't get to receive that but at the same time you know he also shares that there was a lot of relationships that he wasn't he was the giver and he the other person was more the taker so I think that it actually like there's so many there's so many layers to this conversation and it's almost as if we must, as women, feel safe, protected, and provided for. Like there's got to be like core elements in the relationship to really be able to consume and feel like like honor. Because I, I feel that when I'm giving oral sex, I'm giving this experience of talking to it in my mind and really get like really it's an honorable act for our men who are in a sense when we go back to like tribal times or just by like human nature that men are you know the hunters and if they're hunting sisters like we definitely get to honor them and get on our knees and and honor that and also be willing to receive them honoring us too because it is a giving and receiving act and you know some of you might not agree with me because I think there's a lot of maybe there's some fellow sister BDSM um, goddesses in the house and perhaps you're a submissive or you're a dominant and you know I think that we all have our own perspectives and I'm kind of just sharing my own personal perspective that I by no means am saying like you must do this and you must bow down to your man and get on your hands and knees and suck his cock. No, I'm not really saying that. But I think that if you have the dynamic of this of a of a very balanced relationship and your man is working really hard to provide for you and, you know, wake him up with a goddamn blowjob. You know, like put his cock in your mouth when you wake up and give him the most amazing experience right when you guys wake up in the morning because I promise you he will be 
incredibly grateful. And there's something about, you know, just having that experience first thing in the morning, let's just say, and really connecting to that goddess that loves, like I actually get more wet when I'm giving than when I'm receiving. And so, you know, if ever I'm like, oh, I want to get a little juicy, I just, you know, I just go down. But I think that's because I'm also a giver. I'm very much like, I just love to give, like my heart is in this place of just wanting to be able to um, give as much as I can, which is also a very woman thing where, you know, we'll give everybody else the world except for ourselves. So I think that's, um, you know, the journey that we're all on here is really learning how to fill our own cups up as well. So, you know, you don't have to agree with me here. Maybe this is something that you're just like, Nixie, I don't really agree with you. I'm not really down to, you know, put my man's cock in my mouth in the morning. Um, <laughs> totally fine, too. But I just feel like, you know, our men are our men are going through a, a lot. And you guys, if you've heard the um, the podcast with Jeremel Legu, Chef Jeremel Legu, a good friend of mine, you know, he really shared from his heart space what men are going through. And, you know, they're they're just as much as women have been suppressed and have been told that we're supposed to be a certain way and do a certain thing and say all these things and whatever whatever to be honest you know they're they're going through their own healing too and they are like what my friend had said or Jeremel he said that they are able to access their own feminine energy through the through us being the feminine so we get to hold these spaces for them to access their intimacy, to access their emotions, and we are the gift of that. And, you know, I also want to, I want to highlight too, I don't want to keep this very, like, um, inclusive to just women and male dominating relationships. I know we've got all types of sexes listening to this. So if, you know, you play a dominant male role and you are you're in a relationship with a woman, I think this goes, this all goes in that same regard. You know, if you're, um, if you're the, the more like masculine version in the relationship, which I think that, you know, I've been in relationships with women and I kind of played that role more so than I played the feminine role. And, you know, it felt good to actually receive and, and sort of be the, be the man and, um, and I, it is it is this honoring act. So if you are that role or if you're the feminine role, give give to the just give to each other, right? I think it's that simple. Like the, the ultimate message here is to be able to give and then re- and, and receive both both parts of that. So and it's so it's so challenging, I think, for a lot of our society to get intimate in that way and really receive oral sex or really receive, you know, the most amazing blowjob or uh, tantric yoni massage or, you know, being, I don't even want to say eaten out. It seems like it's, I don't even know, you know, yoni love. (laughs) It sounds more, that sounds better. Um, So I think the receiving act is actually the harder part when we we really look at the flip side of the giving. The giving is actually the easy part, almost for me, Um, but to receive as a woman where we're clearing a lot of those blocks around not being able to receive. So we're starting to open up like, it's like look at the flower of the lotus, the way she opens up her flower and really is able to receive the cock or the the yoni, you know, whatever relationship you're in. And it's as if she's designed perfectly to in like envelope and and like be an envelope to whatever is coming to her. But it takes, you know, it takes time to get to that place of where she's ready to receive. And I feel like we've had this discussion about taking like taking time to really let her no maybe we haven't get wet around and then going into a sex act because you know the the foreplay and this is another reason why I wanted to really hold this conversation is because that foreplay that intimacy 
is so important to have in relationships. I think that it's it says a lot in partnerships when we're just looking to get the orgasm and we're not willing to maybe even just give to the, you know, give to the masculine where we're not expecting anything. And for and also men too, if you have a man that that isn't willing to give to you in the ways that you are receiving sort of first in the sense because I think that it's men have been kind of programmed to get it in and get it done you know and women too like we have that same concept but there's so there's such beauty and this is really what I'm trying to get at is there's so much beauty in taking time being patient really honoring the cock or the yoni and really like swallowing and consuming the ejaculation and women we ejaculate too so I, I really want to be like all inclusive with this conversation and if your woman is ejaculating like consume her and even when she's menstruating like we're gonna go into that so we're gonna get there in a minute but we're gonna talk about menstrual cycles and semen using them as and infusing them as spells so I'm like taking deep breaths here because it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of juicy 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 stuff. So I did actually pull up an article uh, to kind of back what my own intuition has sort of thought about semen and menstrual blood and how you can use this these liquids for tantric alchemy. And, you know, it, it's something that I've practiced with my own menstrual blood for, let's see, I started using a menstrual cup a couple years ago, and I started, you know, ingesting my menstrual blood. At first, I was very hesitant, and I just would collect the blood, put it in a jar, and feed my plants. Plants absolutely love the blood. They really respond to you, especially if you have a plant that's dying, and you put a little, little bit of spray of, like, you know, just your menstrual blood and then fill it up with water. I mean, there they get so excited. So, you know, and just giving it back to the land. Our blood is sacred. So when we used to sit on the land and actually allow for all of that to just flow into the earth, there, you know, it's been said that this is a prophecy that when we begin to give back our blood to the earth, that's when we will have, we will begin to restore balance on the planet. So, you know, you can choose to believe that, or you can be like, not nexty, that's crazy and weird. But it's really not weird. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's it's how we, we we used to do things. And what's weird is that we don't do it, I think. So um, we're going to get into this article a little bit and really explore tantric alchemy and how to use menstrual blood and semen for manifesting and magic. So this article is written by, let's see, who is the author here? We've got, okay, I don't see an author's name here. Okay, well, we're not going to, I'll I'll put the, the link of this article in the show notes so you guys can explore it. And, you know, I invite you to really explore this and to kind of see if it calls to you, if it's something that you're like, ooh, this sounds really cool, I'm interested in this, then go for it. Like, see what you can create with 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 menstrual blood and semen because it's you know it's it sort of sounds like woo woo and out there but when you really think about it and especially what this article is going to explain it just makes sense especially if you're a, a moon ritual lover like myself it's something that we can use to infuse our spells and our intentions all right so I'm going to go ahead and start reading the article how to use menstrual blood and semen for tantric alchemy Yes, we are going there. Something I am so passionate about is my moon time and the alchemy that comes with that time. For years, I have been experimenting with all different rituals around this powerful elixir, menstrual blood, from magic to manifestation and all in between. Men can also utilize their sacred elixir, their semen. In tantric practices, we teach the retention of the bindu orgasm without ejaculation to circulate this powerful energy back into the body, allowing for the energy to rise up 
into higher chakras and awareness to complete the kundalini circuit. This leaves the man energized rather than depleted of energy. However, there are scientific studies showing that infrequent ejaculation can lead to oxidative stress due to reduction in semen turnover. This means that the sperm stay in the gonads longer and therefore are exposed to reactive oxygen species, leocrites, or other toxic substances which can damage them. Moderation is key. For men who are not at the stage of their spiritual path and mastering this tantric practice, using semen for sacred ritual can be just as potent. It is all about your intention. First and foremost, where attention goes, energy flows. First, we explore a little basic 101 into alchemy. Many of the great minds of history studied and practiced alchemy. It was responsible for sacred knowledge, sacred geometry, science, chemistry, medicine, healing, enlightenment, spirituality, and so much more. Much of the history of alchemy is scattered and viewed as only the science of attempting to changing regular metal into gold. Although that practice was probably attempted on the physical level, alchemy has higher symbolic lessons about enlightenment and the transmutation of the soul. The great work, or alchemical marriage, was the quest to transcend duality, the quest to transmute base metals, which is the undercurrents of the path of of Tantra and awakening of consciousness to transcend duality of masculine and feminine. Alchemists are familiar with seven primary metals dominated by the planets used in alchemy. Gold, dominated by the sun, provides energy and life, sense of self, willpower, organizability, self-integration, energy, success, bodily influence, heart, spinal column, vision. Silver, dominated by moon, influences water, growth, fertility, conception, instinct, psychic consciousness, cultural heritage, bodily influence, brain, female reductive organs. Copper, dominated by Venus, herbalism, magic, arts, poetry, design, Proportion, meditation of polarities, love, perfumes, odors, bodily influence, skin, perception, and sexual organs. Iron, dominated by Mars, influences violet energy to all it encounters and psychic powers. Bodily influences are muscular system, male sexual organs, adrenaline, bone marrow, blood, purging of body to maintain health. Tin, dominated by Jupiter. Influences to good health, wealth, philosophy, religion, enjoyment of of live, enjoyment of live, bodily influences, liver, abdomen, stomach, assimilation of nutrition. Mercury, dominated by mercury, influences communication, commerce, and initiation into mysteries. Alchemy, magic, writing, transmission of information, speedy distribution of energy. Bodily influences, nerves, speech, hearing, throat, and thyroid. Lead, dominated by Saturn, influences old age, chronic disease, karma, learning. Bodily influences, bones, teeth, spleen, hair, minerals, and body, joints, and flexibility. So how to use sacred elixirs in tantric tantric alchemy? Semen. This elixir is incredibly powerful. We need to first recognize and appreciate the potency and power this elixir has. We all know that sperm are necessary for creating another human being, but sometimes they don't get enough credit for their role. Half of the genetic code of a child is carried within a man's sperm. Pause. Wow. It has the power to create life. So when it is not being used for this purpose... What else can it have power to create? A powerful ritual that can be done alone or with a partner is to collect the sperm in a condom, preferably, after after ejaculation. With your full focus, place your intention to use this sacred elixir for manifesting purposes. Ask yourself, what is it I would like to plant the seed for in my life? What do I want to manifest for myself 
and the highest good of humanity. What are the next steps to awakening to my soul path? What I'm what I came here to learn and learn, do, and create. Plant this seed of manifestation literally. Incorporate alchemy. You can contain the semen in either iron or copper or a copper chalice or bowl. If you do not have these items, source some sort of iron or copper metal or object. Place the elixir with the base metal on a sacred altar, perhaps with your intentions or manifestations written out. Sit by the altar and infuse the elixir with your answers to the manifestation questions above. Infuse all of your power and energy into the liquid. In the morning, or when you feel ready, preferably on the new moon, pour the sperm infused with your seeds of manifestation into the earth. Imagine you are planting seeds of, the, of a plant. Witness it grow each day. Pay respect to the site and witness and remember your original intentions and however they may unfold. Super cool. I've actually never done a ritual where I've planted semen. So I think that we're all probably really excited to go. At least I am. I'm like, okay, so <laughs> I'm going to now maybe not swallow. <laughs> and I'm going to allow for my man to ejaculate and collect some of his semen. I told him about this too. I said, you know, I'm going to do a podcast about what we talked about. And I'm going to uh, most likely actually research because I've always, I've intuitively felt that I've wanted to use his semen for a ritual. And he's like, he's he's fully loves that I'm a witch and he doesn't quite understand what it is, but he knows into it. I think he intuitively knows that uh, I don't, you know, I don't practice black magic or anything. So he always jokes around. He's like, as long as you're not trying to put a spell on me. <laughs> so it's really cute. But I think, you know, he listens to some of these podcasts. So if he chooses to listen to this one, perhaps that uh, gives him some more insight on or any man, you know, that seems a little weirded out by why we would be using their semen, you know, tell them to listen to the podcast and, and or share this article with them because men love facts. They love really seeing like scientific facts behind it if they don't necessarily um, understand the esoteric viewpoint of it. All right, so we're going to get into menstrual blood. Several Native American cultures considered women to use in menses to be at the height of her powers. For instance, the Lakota tribe would not permit a menstrual woman anywhere near warriors or healers. They believed that menstrual blood was so powerful that just the presence of such power would weaken the strength of warriors and interfere with a healer's ability to heal. The menstrual blood serves to purify, to cleanse, renew, and it prepares the woman for higher spiritual accomplishments. Menstrual blood is life-giving and life-sustaining. There are also native tribes that would return the sacred life-giving blood back to the earth. They would sit over the seeds and let the sacred blood flow directly on the seeds or newly planted seedlings, which indeed gives the seeds growing power. The same ritual can be performed as above, similar to the semen ritual. However, instead, collect your blood in a moon cup or simply bleeding into a cup freely. Then placing the blood into a silver chalice or bowl or placing silver items on the altar alongside the blood in a captured vessel to infuse the blood with the elements of the moon and the feminine guiding principles. Place the intention inside of the elixir of what do I wish to let go of? What can I create room for to receive and manifest and grow in all aspects of my life? On the full moon, place the blood over the garden or back into the earth Upholding a strong intention as you perform the releasing and recall ritual. Super beautiful. I love the balance of both of this. And I, I really feel like, you know, when we start to bring this like tantric alchemy into our lives and use both and infuse both the masculine and the feminine energies into our desires, there's some real magic in that. There's some really powerful uh, magic that we are bringing balance into our rituals, into our lives. And I really feel like there's, there's just, you know, this is why we're exploring the topic because it is something that I think would benefit a lot of us. And maybe you're not into it, totally fine too, but now you've got some information and maybe one day you will be ready to explore it. So 
with all that being said, it has been quite a juicy episode with you guys. So we kind of covered a lot of different things and ultimately it feels kind of good to go back to the tantric teachings and um, dive into all this with you guys together. Because, you know, I learn, I learn through teaching. I really do. And every time I sit here and, and start to dive into, like, I, I have an idea of a topic and then I, you know, Google search more information, it just brings me to deeper and deeper and deeper wisdom and knowledge than I could have ever thought, you know, imagined possible. So thank you all so much for tuning in and listening. And you guys know to, like I said earlier, please leave a rating and review, join the Facebook group. And I also have another really exciting uh, workshop that I'm going to be teaching. It's going to be on, let me get all my information here. So on May 29th, which is a Tuesday, we have a full moon in Sagittarius, and we will be doing a full moon webinar ritual at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and it'll be on Zoom, so you'll be able to, I'll be able to see your face, you can see my face, as well as the other sisters that will be joining us. There's only 12 spaces available. This is a very intimate gathering, so if you feel called to join us and you'd like to register, you can go to nixiemarie.com. And you'll be able to go to the events section on the website and it will say full moon ritual in Sagittarius. And for the first few selective women that will be purchasing and registering for this event, it is on sale right now for 25% off. So I believe it's only $26 to register. From there, it will go back up to 35 So get on it, girls and sisters, if you are ready to... Um, do a ritual with me. I'm super excited to connect and meet you all in person, live, virtually, but you know, it's, it feels somewhat the same these days. <sighs> so I'm really excited to be sharing that with you all today, and this is going to be a very fun one because I'm a Sagittarius, and I really resonate to this full moon that we're going to have next week. All right, ladies, I love you so much. Thank you for diving into this crazy, juicy topic today. And of course, I'm going to leave you with a very sexual song to end this show. And some of you have expressed interest in creating a uh, playlist. So I'm working on a playlist on Spotify. If you're interested in getting that playlist, please go ahead and sign up for my newsletter on nixiemarie.com. And once it is complete, I'm going to be sending it out to everybody that's on my newsletter as well as in the Facebook group. So please get on over there, join us, sign up for the newsletter. I love you so much. This is Tycho A Walk. Enjoy. Love you, sisters, so much. I hear you. I see you. I feel you. Until next time.